So here we are at Go S23. I'm Bryn Griffiths. Krista Cameron joins us from Encore Canada. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Are you okay? This is a chance for you to just to slow down for a minute or two because you are busy here. Yes, very busy here. The full team is. Just got off the trade show floor too. Tell us a little bit about Encore Canada for those who aren't aware of you. And I, I can't imagine anybody isn't, but tell everybody anyway. <laughs> I like that intro. Everybody is. No, of course. Um, so Encore is the largest global event production company. Uh, we have president presence in 24 countries around the world. Um, in Canada here, we are located in approximately um, 300 venues across the country that we partner with. Great partners. Um, but we also do more than, it's more than an audiovisual service. It's, it's production. It's creation digital scenic it's full production with producers show calling things like that so it's really um, educating people across the country that it's more than your screen and your mic right it is but it's hard to say it's uh, so walking into the main room the big room with the big stage how big is that screen oh my gosh I gotta ask one of the guys is that like, it's got to be well over 100 100 feet I, I mean, think it's it, 180 actually it's a large it LED I am not surprised yeah. it's, it's a monster but yeah. That's the kind of stuff you guys do. And and the other thing, too, is it, it's... And I laugh because I went backstage, did the backstage tour on day one, and everybody is so low-key about it. Yeah. It's big. It's That's a monster. It's a show, yet <laughs> everybody's just like this. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Is that a, a, we're a bunch of ducks, right? Crazy underwater. Yeah, oh, yeah, Calm yeah. on the surface. That's what we do. Yeah. How'd you get started with this company? Oh, my gosh. I've been in the industry for a couple decades. Okay. I was a planner. I was with Fairmont Hotels, and then I was a DMO. And um, I'm just right now past president of PCMA, Canada East. And um, in that role with PCMA, I had worked with Encore, who is the production partner of PCMA CIC, the annual conference. And I had shared that for many years. And I just found a love of the people and the creativity and working together. And then an opportunity arose four years ago. And uh, they moved. I'm a Newfoundlander. Really? Did you know that? I that makes you I, like me more. Well, sure. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the other, but you're. Uh, what happened to your accent? I'm a townie. I'm a townie from okay. Newfoundland, but I've lived on the mainland. Oh, I, 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 just I just heard it a little bit there. I just heard the. I heard the accent just a little bit there. So, how long have you been off the rock for? I am a mainlander four years. Now. Okay, all right. I live in Mississauga. Okay, yeah. that's that's what you're saying. Okay, I get it. I'm trying to pick up on the lingo a little bit here. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the question I've been asking everybody. And that is, um, did you ever see yourself going down this road? Like a long time ago, like I knew what I wanted. I wanted to be a broadcaster from grade seven and okay. I never stopped. And I got there, did 35 years in broadcasting, radio and television. And all of my friends in school said, I'm not surprised that that was your path and that you followed that path. But the thing that's been great about this is you talk to everybody here and they went, you know, what? I never saw myself doing what I'm doing now. I love what I'm doing now, but... How I got from point A to point B is the most amazing thing, but what about for you? Oh, 100%. When I was younger, I wanted to be either a lawyer or a magazine editor. That didn't work out, did it? Wow, that's kind of, that's, <laughs> that's all over the place. It is, it is. But when, um, when I graduated university, I wanted to see the world. And so that was back in 96, and I went to teach in South Korea. And back then, the contracts came off a fax machine. They rolled off the fax Thermal machine. Thermal paper. You got it. Yeah. And nobody did that sort of thing. And that led me over to Germany and L.A. And I lived all over the world. And it wasn't until I was in Germany that I became an event manager for the U.S. Air Force and found out that events is a thing. <laughs> we all accidentally happened into this. Nowadays, you can do college, you can do hospitality, you can do all those things. But back then, our education was the MPIs, PCMAs of the world. 
and you just happened into it. Yeah. Right? And so then automatically fell in love with it. But to your point, some friends from back in university, when they heard I was in the events industry, they're, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, what a surprise, huh? What a surprise yeah, that was. exactly. <laughs> so let's talk about the uh, Encore Canada involvement in this event. We, mm-hmm. we, we missed a few years, sadly. How much has changed for the company in the last three years, would you say? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. A lot. Um, we're fortunate when the pandemic hit, we already had a digital division. Um, and so, like, the, basically the panic, at the calls, everyone, what do we do? No one wants to say pivot, cancel, reschedule. Nobody quite knew what to do. In what the is it about frame. that word, by the way? Because I use it all it's the just, time. Well, it's just it's overused. overused. Yeah, That's okay. all. all right, but it. it's a good word for it. Yeah. It really is. Well, let's pivot back to what we were talking about. Then. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> from the virtual perspective, we already had a platform. Right. Okay. And so, we had to put our forces from the in-person resources more into the virtual side. Right. So, that grew that division yep. and adding to the robust nature what it could do how do we bring a like in person to the virtual world so that helped us grow that and then into the hybrid space as events started to return and whatnot but we we saw so many niche needs some um, things yep. like ceos of companies not wanting to present to their company in their living room right so then we created production stages across the country where they can do a professional broadcast because the need was there so we right. had to pivot like everybody there you go yeah we had to spin around Uh, we could think (laughs) of a lot of different words for that but the company's got to keep growing as Mm -hmm. this event has grown and this event has been a real eye-opener for me i've loved it it's the energy level that i've loved Mm -hmm. everybody's got that certain something about it but how long to put this event together you guys this kind of this, you weren't planning about this last year. This kind of came about suddenly? It did. A conversation started in November. Okay. okay. Wow. So we had the conversation with Arlene and Brent. So later in the planning cycle than normal, for sure. Right. Um, but we started about the partnership. Obviously, they had plans to, to do this for a lot longer than that. Yeah. Um, but asking us to come on board as a production partner, we started com- having a conversation in November. Um, then came to an agreement as a partnership in December and brought in our producer and our PM and started the planning with them yeah how many people here because everywhere i look you you guys have got it covered oh from encore yeah um well there's eight representatives as attendees got it right because we have a a large local contingent who are here to um speak with their counterparts their partners and clients um but with behind the scenes would say in total about 20 20 crew right Yeah. yeah so uh I'm amazed that you can do it so quickly in such a short span of time. Is that that's got to be a little bit different than the norm? Um, we'd like to say yes. Yes, <laughs> but no. Um, in some cases, no. Okay. That's that's one thing from the return to business as usual. It's not usual. Everyone is doing these short term that uncertainty of future bookings. People have um, ramped up really closer to the dates than before. Yeah. I don't want to use the f- word fun, but I would. I, the challenge involved with doing that has got to be uh, uh, nerve-wracking, yes. but also extremely satisfying when you're able to pull off an event like this. Once it's done, the success is there, and you can feel it. Oh my God! In the release, the cathartic yeah. feel that it's done, and you see it come to fruition. It's perfect. Leading up to it, there's a lot of adrenaline that takes place. Yeah. The entire crew work off of that. That adrenaline always, rush. Right? Always. Yeah. Always. So, this industry is full of people who are crunching at the deadlines and the adrenaline, yeah. The thing that's so fascinating about this event, you'll go to a lunch, you'll go to a little coffee break or whatever, and everybody, they just can't wait to pick your brain a little bit. Are you finding that? Always, yeah. Yeah, so what's the biggest thing that you're getting approached about and talked about? Is that a hard one to 
hard one to throw it, out there. It, well, it is just coming from a trade show floor. Yeah. So um, just being on the floor since this morning, obviously we have an element of augmented reality. So that's been the conversation of recent is, you know, how do we utilize augmented reality within our events? What is the use to help sustainability and things like that? So yep. we've been talking through um, and what's the future of that? What's coming next? What are, what's, what would you say is the biggest challenge moving ahead in the, uh, the year ahead? Is it uh, I'm sensing people want to gallop to the next year mm-hmm. as fast as they possibly can, but you do need to, you can't let the horses run wild either. Yeah, that's true. Um, the biggest challenge right now, just not just for us, but for industry as a whole, is resources. Okay. You know, I mean, a lot of people left the industry during the pandemic, and it's bringing them back and getting those resources and then training them to be up to par with the skill set that is required, right, to run professional events. So it's definitely resources. Talking to people about how things change so dramatically. Yeah. From one month to the next, it yes. used to be one year to the next. Yeah. AI is now making a big appearance and mm-hmm. there's all sorts of new toys out there. Yeah. Is that exciting or scary for you and everybody else that's involved with it? It's exciting. It's more possibilities. Sure. More things you can do. I mean, there's more of a learning curve, so that can be a little yep. stressful, takes more time. Um, but there's just more that you can do. Do you find yourself, you have to be a great reader? You have to make sure that you're always on top of things because you just don't know what's coming around the corner? Can you do that? I struggle with that a little bit at times. If I didn't have the team of experts, because I'm no expert, right? Right. I'm, I'm not an expert, but I have relationships with people. That's what I do. Um, but we have, like, Chris is here from our, our digital services team. And if you're around him enough and listen to what he's saying, you can soak it in. Right. And you learn from him. So um, if I didn't have them, I'd be, <laughs> I'd be dead in the water. Yeah. Because that's not my strength. But enthusiasm <laughs> is very contagious, right? Yeah, it is. Do you find that with your company oh, as yes. well? Oh, yes. Very much. Very so much. what's next here? I mean, we, we're so thrilled to get through this one. We're just about done. And uh, we've gone a couple of years now where we haven't had one, but I, I just, I, I, I can't see anything but really huge positives coming. You feel the same way? Oh, very much. Very much. I know there's talk about recession in the economy, but with everything we're seeing in the events world, there isn't indication of that. They're coming fast and furious and um, in bulk, we'll say. Is there anything we should have touched on in this conversation with you? The, you I, hey, listen, I've it's loved whatever it. whatever you want to know. <laughs> I, I, I've absolutely loved it. How do people get a hold of you or the company? What's the best way to track you down? Hey, I'll take from Leanne Calderworld and say LinkedIn. <laughs> That's, um, you know what? I, I've, I'm a fan of LinkedIn, Me but too. the one thing I didn't realize how big a player it is until I got to this event. And uh, on my first day, I I received about 24 business cards from people, some electronically, some actual business cards. But everybody I gave a card to by the time I got home last night, LinkedIn, LinkedIn, LinkedIn. LinkedIn, LinkedIn. It's amazing. It's almost how you know you've been successful in networking because you will receive a bunch of LinkedIn requests. Oh, yeah. That's an indicator. Absolutely. Something went right. And that's part of the fun. Thanks for your time today. I know you get what do you got to do now? Well, right now, the show's running, yeah. so I just got to sit back and watch where our producer, Angeline's got it under control. So We can put something in that coffee of yours if you want. We've been making, <laughs> jokes, please, about, yes. we've been making jokes about that the entire time. Thanks I'm you. a Newfoundlander. I yeah, want the oh, that's coffee. Right. Make it a double. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> hey, thanks for your time today. Absolutely. My pleasure. All right, great. Okay.